You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's Andy. And today we have a solo episode on one of our favorite topics, the topic of manifestation. So I have been so privileged to have been hosting for the last eight weeks since the beginning of January a very special show on Pinterest TV. I don't know if you even know what Pinterest TV is. It's honestly very brand new. And the show that I've been hosting is called Manifest Your Best Self. We started right after New Year's with a goal-setting episode then worked through raising your vibration, creating sacred space, tuning into your intuition, setting intentions with the new moon, rituals for morning and evening to support your manifestation practice, vision casting, and our final episode was manifesting and using your birth chart to support you in that process. If you if this is the first time you're hearing about this, don't worry. You can go catch all the reruns, I suppose they are, the replays over on Pinterest TV. When you log into the Pinterest app from your phone, there's an icon on the top left corner. It looks like a little TV. Just click on it and you'll find previous episodes that have aired, or you can go to my profile and dig around there and you'll find the episodes there. I'll also leave links in the show notes from today's episode so you can go check this out. But it got me thinking. I really felt called to bring back onto this show, our podcast, some of that manifestation conversation. And so I'm going to be doing a series of quick manifestation episodes where I'm giving you something quickly to consider and work on in your day-to-day. So that's what we're going to do today. My manifestation method, if you're new here, incorporates yogic technology, psychology, cosmic alignment, and the science of human energy. It requires practice, and that sounds kind of lofty, like what is yogic technology and psychology and cosmic alignment and the science of human energy, and how do you bring all of those things together? I don't want you to get in your head about this practice, this process, I pull from each of those specific modalities because I have found in my practice, these are the things that work for me and these are the things that work for my students and the folks that read our blog and come to our courses and our retreats. So in these many episodes, these manifestation episodes that I'll be bringing your way here on Your Woo Woo Best Friend, the rituals, the techniques, the journaling work, all of this will come from those modalities, yogic technology, psychology, etc. So what is manifestation exactly? You might be asking. Essentially, manifesting is making everything you want to feel and experience become your reality. And we do this by working with our thoughts, our actions, our beliefs, and our emotions. It's about turning your dreams into reality. It's also about expanding your view of what's possible. And it does require that you take inspired action steps towards whatever it is that you desire. So I want to be clear, inspired action is not the same as hustle. 
there's a lot of conversations on the internet about things like hashtag hustling harder. I actually was digging around on Instagram looking at the hustle hashtags and it's, oh my gosh, there's just like millions and millions and millions. It's like hashtag hustle hard, hashtag hustle hacks, hashtag hustle mode, hustle gang, hustle and motivate, hustle and grind, hustle with ease. Is that even a thing that's possible? Can you hustle with ease? I don't know. Here on this show, hustling has nothing to do with manifestation, truly. Inspired action means you're taking steps towards whatever it is that you desire to bring those things to life, but you don't have to be in overwhelm or burnout mode to do that. There's also loads of superstitions out there around manifestation. We've talked about some of those on this show and our previous episode around TikTok manifestation trends, but I see them on reels and idea pins on Pinterest. And superstitions will not help you to build the life that you're dreaming of. They just won't. And it's often really hard not to get into a superstitious mindset. So the things I'm going to share with you in these manifestation episodes are not going to have anything to do with superstitions or spiritual bypassing, for that matter. To start manifesting, you have to be completely clear about your goals. And clarity can often be one of the biggest challenges. We sometimes get stuck in what's right in front of us, and we can't see the big possibilities that our lives hold. So to really begin to know exactly what you want, you have to be able to think bigger. And I don't want thinking bigger to be something that then takes you down when you don't hit your goals. Goals are truly just signposts. They're just signposts along the way. Imagine Imagine a map. Let's pretend you're traveling to the Grand Canyon. You've got this map, and along the way, you want to see some sights as you're making your way towards the big dream, which is the Grand Canyon. So you want to stop along the way and see some fun things. So that would be a signpost, right? Just a little stop along the way. And that's what our goals can be. And it doesn't mean that you can't change direction, that you can't change the signpost and find new signposts along the way. You could be intending to visit this special location on your trip to the Grand Canyon, and then you hear about something else along the way that's super cool that you didn't even know about before, and you decide, hey, that's the route for me, actually. And our goals can very much be that way. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden we're depressed and sad and anxious because we didn't go to that corner in Winslow, Arizona that we originally thought we were going to go to. So I really want you to give yourself grace when it comes to goal setting. Getting clear on what you want is important. Getting clear about your goals is important. And you can also be fluid and in flow around goals. You are the only one who dreams your dreams. You are the only one that knows deep in your heart what it is that you want. So whether it's a new partner or a new partnership, a new job, a new apartment, a healthier relationship, new responsibilities in your current workplace, whatever it might be, know it and own it. Know it and own it. And believe that something greater can be possible for you. So I want to talk about raising our vibration today. 
As I mentioned before, and I have an entire episode on this, manifestation has nothing to do with saying positive affirmations over and over again. It has nothing to do with superstition. It has everything to do with your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs, and your emotions. It doesn't mean that positive affirmations can't work for us. They absolutely can work for us, but it isn't the only the only way. When we're working with thoughts, actions, beliefs, and emotions, we start to create a vision. We start to feel into the emotions associated with that vision. And then taking inspired action is how we bring that vision and feeling to life. In my eight-step approach to manifestation, which if you don't already have the guidebook, it's free over on the website. I'll leave a link for that in the show notes too. And it will help you a ton in getting your practice started. With these practices, you'll start to rewire old thought patterns and learn how to quickly shift out of low emotional frequencies. And so that's what I want to spend a little bit of time on, raising our vibration. Raising our vibration does not mean that we live in high vibe only mode all the time. That's just not possible. We're human beings and human beings have polarities just like the North Pole, the South Pole, each end of a magnet, yin and yang, light and dark. We all have that within us. So it's just not possible to live high vibe only. So when someone says that and they're like love and light, high vibe only, sounds great, but that's not reality for human beings. However, we can work with our internal vibration to shift out of low emotional frequencies into higher emotional frequencies. And as we do that, we start to feel in with our emotional state of being into what it is that we want to create. We start to improve our confidence and our self-worth, and we start to believe that what we want to call in is, in fact, possible. With this method, you can build a life bigger than you ever believed to be possible. I absolutely believe that to be true. I want to share this quote with you. I love this quote. Anything can become a spiritual practice. Gardening, painting, singing, snuggling, sitting. The world is full of these rituals. Just look at the pregame handshakes at a Cleveland Cavaliers basketball game. We just need to be clear about our intentions. What are we inviting into this moment? Bring it to our attention. Come back to being present in this moment and make space for repetition. Come back to this practice time and time again. In this way, rituals make the invisible connection that makes life meaningful visible. And that's from the book, The Power of Ritual, Turning Everyday Activities into Soulful Practices. That's what I want to share with you today, is this process of turning everyday practices into soulful, meaningful practices. Before we talk about the techniques to raise your vibrational frequency, here's a couple of definitions I want to share with you really quickly. This is a good manifestation glossary. First, limiting beliefs. You've probably heard it. It gets used a whole lot right now. Basically, what this is, is core beliefs that encompass how we see ourselves, how we see others, how we understand the actions of the universe. Our subconscious holds views from our parental, societal, and peer imprinting For most of us, that has been there since we were little tiny children. Limiting beliefs are those thought patterns that hold us back from reaching our potential or even believing that we can have something greater in our life. 
So we say it a lot, limiting beliefs. And I even am seeing out there, some folks are saying like, let's not talk about limiting beliefs anymore. Let's not talk about blocks. Let's like change the language. For me, it is, I I don't feel like we need to stop using it because I think we all have, we all have limiting beliefs. Like let's, let's really work to break those patterns that were imprinted in us since we were little tiny, tiny little babes. Next, which I already mentioned, but I just want to give you a definition, superstition and spiritual bypassing. Superstitions are just those beliefs or practices that you do because you've got something that you're fearing, something in the unknown. It's a trust and chance. It's a false conception of causation. If I don't do this, then this is going to happen. If I do do this, then this is going to happen or this won't happen. So nothing in manifestation has anything to do with superstition. And sometimes when we're talking about rituals, working with our vibrational frequency, we can kind of work our way into a superstitious place. Like if I don't do this ritual in the morning, then I'm not going to be able to manifest. And I just want to be clear that these rituals are intended to support your overall well-being, which is a part of working on that manifestation process. And there should be no superstition involved. If you find yourself getting superstitious, change it up. Change your flow. Change the rituals you're doing so that you don't get in some sort of like kind of strange spiritual rut, okay? Spiritual bypassing, on the other hand, is the tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, to avoid our psychological wounds, and undeveloped tasks within us, things that are left unfinished to help us to evolve and grow and transform. I feel like when you hear somebody that's like, love, light, love, light, love, light all the time, and it's not really considering all the darkness in the world, that's a pretty clear view of what spiritual bypassing looks like. So if you find yourself doing that, like, if I just stay high vibe, if I just stay love light, if I just stay in meditation, if I just stay in breathwork practice, and I just do these things all the time, but you're not really thinking about the challenges that you have had to face in life, and you're not working to actively resolve those, to work with those psychological wounds that are deep inside, you're not really getting to the core of the work. Okay, so that's important important stuff to be considering in this practice. So one of the daily practices, one of the daily rituals that will help you to raise your vibrational frequency is working with the list. And this is something else that I always put on my manifestation glossary. The list is your personal handwritten list of what you want to call into your life, what you want to manifest. There is such magic in the process of handwriting This is your hands, your subconscious, and your conscious mind working together to align to your desires. Working with the list is one of my favorite rituals for raising my vibrational frequency. As soon as you sit down and start to think about the things that you're dreaming of, it is really hard to stay in a low vibrational emotional state. So if you find yourself like, kind of moping around or just pissed off about something that happened that day, take a moment and sit down and just dream. Think about if I could create the best day ever tomorrow, what would be in that day? And journal on it. That's writing the list. That counts. If I could imagine the next month in my life and things that I could only imagine in my wildest dreams, 
coming to reality next month, what would those things be? When you start to journal on those things, when you work that list, you're going to automatically shift into a place of more joy, excitement, energy around these things that you love. So that's all good stuff. It's all a really good practice. The other thing I want you to do after this episode, after you listen to this episode, is do this. Write a list of your daily habits. These are the things that you do on repeat. And this is this is really, this is the juicy piece of this episode. This is what I want you to take away. Write a list of your daily habits and do not lie to yourself. These are the things that you do on repeat. So this is what you do when you wake up in the morning, what you do throughout, throughout the day, what you do when you're working, what you do when you're spending time with your family, when you're having your meals. It's how you take care of your health. It's what you do when you go to bed at night. And I want you to be really honest with yourself. When you wake up in the morning, how long do you lay in bed scrolling? Maybe that's not you. And if it's not, congratulations. But for a lot of us, sometimes me included, this is how we start our day. It's the very first ritual that we start our day with. And then notice, what are the things that go on all day long? When you go to the bathroom in the morning and you do your morning routine, your skincare, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, what happens in that process? Are you giving yourself a little bit of love? Are you giving yourself some attention, caring for your skin, caring for your body? Are you saying to yourself in the mirror, hey, you're beautiful, you're bountiful, you're blissful. I want you to have a beautiful day because you were made of magic. These are little things that you can do that will make an amazing difference in how you show up for yourself each day. So write a list of your daily habits, being totally honest with yourself, and then look at Look at where you can bring new habits into your day that would make a difference in how you feel about yourself. When we're working to raise our vibrational frequency, the universe does not know the difference between you visualizing having something that you want or actually having it. All it knows is to match your vibration. So if you've ever noticed that things start to fall into place when you put out a vibe of gratitude and love, frequently, it's because the universe is like, hey, this is where this is where gratitude lives. This is where love lives. So let me deliver more of that into this space. Low vibrational frequencies are emotions like shame, guilt, fear, indifference, frustration, and anger. High vibrational frequencies are emotions like gratitude and love and fulfillment and joy and compassion and peace. So when you look in the mirror in the morning, if you look at yourself and you feel shameful or guilty or frustrated versus feeling beautiful and blissful and bountiful, we're starting our day in a low vibrational state. If you're feeling that low vibrational frequency, if you notice that, that's the rituals that I want you to introduce into your day that will support you with radiating love compassion for self, confidence. It'll shift your mental and emotional space. And this does not have to be 30 minutes of meditation. It doesn't have to be an hour of a yoga class. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes of journaling. All of those things are amazing and they will make an incredible difference in your life. 
but it can be that moment in the mirror of telling yourself you're beautiful, you're bountiful, and you're blissful. It can be that moment where instead of scrolling, you sit up, you don't check the phone, you grab your journal, and you write one thing that you're going to do to take inspired action on this particular day. Small, small changes, but they will make an incredible impact. To close, I want to share a practice with you that you can do anytime, anywhere. It's kind of a mini meditation, but you can do this one with your eyes open. You could even do this one while you're driving. It doesn't have to be something where you're sitting in quiet with your candles lit on your meditation cushion with your eyes closed. If you can close your eyes, great. I want you to start by taking a nice deep breath. And you can do this anywhere. Okay, good. Now, the next step is to take a moment and bring to mind a moment from today or maybe yesterday in which you felt stress or frustration or anger. And just bring that feeling back into your body. Focus on that feeling for a moment. As you focus on it, notice how it feels and just sit with it for a second. Not so pleasant, right? That's a low vibrational emotional state. That's a low vibrational frequency. When you can feel it in your body, the stress, maybe you felt yourself tensing up or your shoulders moving up towards your ears. Maybe you grasped your hands and kind of clenched a little bit. Maybe your jaw got tight. Low vibrational frequencies will do that to us. Next, bring to mind the number zero. And I want you to hold in your mind the number zero. All is zero. Every thought is zero. Your stress is zero. That problem you're having is zero. Your frustration is zero. Bring back to mind that stressful situation that you were thinking about just a moment ago. And as you bring it to mind, Imagine dialing it down to zero. Just dial it all the way down. Focus on dialing it all the way down to zero until it is non-existent. Completely non-existent. If you're now in a place where your eyes are closed, bring into your mind's eye that number zero and focus on it until it becomes a tiny point of light. And as you release your stress, your frustration, your anger, or whatever that feeling was, this is how we start to release that frequency and raise the vibration. Begin to send that emotion into that tiny point of light, that zero that you're holding in your mind's eye. And now think of something that would bring you complete happiness and joy today and summarize it in a single word. And maybe that word is guidance or knowledge or luck or wealth or health or relationship. And now lock onto that word and thought. Begin to visualize the facets of it and then bring that single point of light that was a zero back into your mind's eye 
And now send that word towards the light. Guidance, knowledge, health, or wealth. And keep sending that word towards the light. And as you send the word to the light, notice that the light begins to expand. The light grows until you are surrounded by light. Keep feeling into that word, visualizing the light, and then notice how it feels in your body to experience that emotion. Notice how it feels when you feel held and guided or when you have the knowledge that you've been seeking or when you're feeling healthy or wealthy, like the money is flowing or that your relationship is aligned or that luck is coming your way. Notice that feeling. Notice the light expanding and surrounding you. So to end this, mini meditation, this mini visualization. Take a nice deep breath one more time. And then move your shoulders, roll them out, move your spine, shake your arms, stretch up nice and tall, spread your fingers wide, maybe even wave them around like spirit fingers or jazz hands. Breathe deeply a few more times. And then come to completion. If you have some time today, journal about what it feels like when you're moving out of a low vibrational frequency and into high vibes. What came up for you? When you considered the emotion, that energy that you wanted to embody, what did it feel like? What did it feel like to feel guided and knowledgeable and lucky and healthy and wealthy? And what would it be like to be in that sort of feeling more often? It's a really simple and wonderful practice. To close, I want to give you a couple of daily rituals that I I hope you'll make a part of the very simple shifts that you can bring into your life to help you to manifest with more ease, to manifest more quickly and to feel high vibrational feelings more often throughout your day. So we talked about the morning mirror exercise. I am bountiful. I am beautiful. I am blissful. Say that to yourself three times in the mirror in the morning. Really simple gratitude practice. Make a daily list of the things that you're grateful for. Perhaps do it right before you go to bed. Even if it's three things, it's a beautiful place to start. Connect to your breath intentionally several times a day. Perhaps it's when you sit down to start your work day, when you're taking a moment to take a lunch break, before you close your day, and maybe before you go to bed at night. And connecting to your breath intentionally could be as simple as placing your hands on your belly and just noticing the belly rise as you breathe in and the belly deflate as you exhale. Nature is a really wonderful daily ritual. Go get outside for just a few minutes. Take your shoes off. Put your feet in the grass. I know it's really cold where some of you are, so maybe maybe be mindful of that. But getting outside, go be near a tree, pick a flower, love on a flower. Maybe don't pick it. Whatever feels right for you. 
Spend some time with sound healing, listening to mantra music. I love listening to mantra music in my office during the day. It just starts to seep into the mind. I do it, as you guys know, I've talked about this quite a few times. I do it while I sleep too. And that makes a beautiful difference in how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Movement is a great daily ritual. And you can do that by dancing while you cook dinner, dancing while you make your coffee in the morning, dancing as you go from your office if you're working from home to the bathroom when you're taking a pee break, just getting the body moving, flowing, feeling into the body. Really simple daily ritual. I hope you've enjoyed this manifestation episode. I hope you'll take the time, journal about the rituals that you're currently practicing. Many times those rituals are very unconscious. Become conscious of them. And then notice the low vibrational frequency emotions that you're carrying throughout the day. And invite these mini rituals into your life to start to shift into high vibes. It's a beautiful way to get in alignment with your manifestation practice. If you've loved this episode, share it. Tag me. I love seeing when you share the episode. Tag me at your woo-woo BFF. That's the show page. Or my page, Wee Wee Girl. You can also leave us a review. That means the world to us when you do. There's quite a few of us working very hard on this show to bring it to you every week. And right now, it's a self-funded show. And when you leave us a review, it helps us to grow, get more eyes on the show. And that is so special for us. So thank you. Wishing you a joyful, joyful rest of your week. Much love. See you again next week. Take care.